Hello everybody and welcome to what is going to be a pretty quick episode of Don't Burst My Bubble with me, your host, Josh Ascroft. We're going to be breaking down the games from yesterday nice and quickly because there weren't uh, too many that were all that different from what we were expecting. Uh, some pretty typical turnouts in, in terms of the matchups that we had yesterday. I'm of course going to be giving you your daily injury report as well as some breaking news on a player returning to the bubble. Um, as well as all of your previews and storylines for all of today's games. So without further ado, let's get right into things. This is Don't Burst My Bubble. So I'll start the show today by announcing the very good news that Montrez Harrell of um, the Los Angeles Clippers has re-entered the bubble. He announced on Twitter earlier this morning. This comes after the uh, terrible passing of his grandmother, so condolences to him, but he seemed to be excited to be back with his team uh, for what is fantastic news for the Clippers. Uh, while it looks like they have been playing well, uh, they struggled yesterday, and it's definitely been obvious that they've been struggling with uh, the presence in the front court, uh, in particular that center position. Harrell is absolutely essential to that team, so it's fantastic news that he is going to be back with them. He will, of course, have to quarantine for 10 days now, uh, most likely 10 to 14, depending on what the NBA decides, and uh, will then have to have two negative tests in 48 hours before he is allowed to rejoin his team. But that will be right in time for their uh, initial playoff games. So great news for them. Let's go into the injury report for today as released as of 11 a.m. Eastern Time today on Monday, August 10th. So for the first game today, OKC Thunder at Phoenix Suns. Steven Adams is out with a left lower leg contusion. Danilo Gallinari is also out. Shea Gilgis-Alexander is also out. Dennis Schroeder is also out. And Nolan's Noel is also out. Do not ask me who the Thunder plan on playing today because I think it might just be Chris Paul out there standing by himself. Uh, good luck to him. The Suns have been absolutely rolling. This is another fantastic opportunity for them to get a win under their belt. Aaron Baines is still out injured for them with a bone contusion in his right knee. And Kelly Oubre Jr. remains doubtful with that right knee rehab. But wow, what a break for the Suns. Uh, the OKC happen to be uh, resting or dealing with a lot of injuries right now for so many players. Um, for those of you who aren't aware of this tr uh, terrific run the Suns have gone on, they're now 31-39, and 39, which is still in the 11-seed uh, spot. They're two games back on the Trailblazers, who are in the 9th spot, two and a half games back from the 8th seed. After a win here today... Uh, they're gonna be they're gonna be moving on up. So who knows what this could mean uh, for the Suns? But definitely good news if they can get another win under their belt. It will it will take a tremendous performance by Chris Paul and uh, the OKC third stringers to manage to win that game there. Uh, for Dallas at Utah, a game that could have been quite exciting will be unlikely to be so due to the fact that Luka Doncic, Dorian Finney-Smith. Uh, and Porzingis are all out. Um, they are resting as this is the first game of a back-to-back -back, uh, that they have. 
with their next game coming tomorrow against the Trailblazers, which is a much more uh, important game for the Mavs, ultimately. Um, it's also more important for the Trailblazers. Uh, but this Jazz-Mavs game doesn't matter too much. Uh, Donovan Mitchell is also listed as questionable, so he also may not be playing. Uh, then we have the Toronto uh, Raptors at Milwaukee Bucks game. The Raptors, as of right now, have not yet submitted their injury report. Uh, for the Bucks, Giannis is listed as probable. He had a toothache, so hopefully Giannis is feeling better from that. For Indiana at Miami, uh, Jeremy Lamb, DeMontis, Sabonis both out. TJ Warren listed as questionable with some soreness in that right foot. Uh, for the Heat, Jimmy Butler also listed as questionable with some soreness in his right foot also. Uh, and Goran Dragic also listed as questionable. Kendrick Nunn is out. He is not with the team currently. Hopefully, though, we're going to see TJ Warren and Jimmy Butler play because I know that this is a matchup that people have been wanting to watch. For those of you who don't know, uh, Jimmy Butler and TJ Warren got into a bit of a spat earlier in the season on the court, and later off the court, Jimmy Butler proceeded to talk about how TJ Warren was not on the same level as him, not even in the same league. But obviously now with TJ Warren and the performances that he's been putting together in the bubble, people want to see this matchup. They want to see these two guys go against each other. So that could be a really fun game to watch if they do both play. Then we finally, uh, for the night, have Denver Nuggets um, at LA Lakers. Uh, for the Nuggets, Will Barton still out with some soreness in that right knee. Gary Harris also still listed as out. For the Lakers, um, KCP, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, is out, as is Rondo. Um, as for a huge number of players who are listed as probable, Alex Caruso, Anthony Davis, Danny Green, Dwight Howard, and LeBron, and Markeith Morris, all listed as probable to play. Okay, so let's talk about the games that happened yesterday. Uh, before we move on and, and talk about um, the games that you should be watching today. Games that happened yesterday, I, I'm not going to do the typical um, box score breakdowns and, and lengthy discussions I do on each of these games as uh, none of them were particularly exciting and the majority of them were only available on local television networks. Um, so uh, not a very good access for the majority of people, including myself on that one. But for the Wizards Thunder game, the Thunder won 121 to 103. Uh, highlights from that: Danilo Gallinari had 23 points, and Darius Baisley. Uh, Danilo Gallinari had 20 points. Darius Baisley had 23 points. Uh, on the Wizards side of the ball, Jerome Robinson had 19 as the highest scorer. That tells you how entertaining that game was. The Grizzlies take another hard loss. This time coming from the Raptors, who beat them 108-99. to For the Raptors, Pascal Siakam had 26 points. Kyle Lowry with 15, 7 boards and 8 assists. Norman Powell also putting up 16 points. On the Grizzlies side of the ball, Dylan Brooks had 25 points. Grayson Allen had 20. And Ja put up 17 points and 10 assists. Uh, so, you know, good good individual games there, but not able to overcome the Raptors and their phenomenal defense. Grizzlies not even scoring above 100 points. 
Uh, something the Raptors have been really talented at, actually, during this uh, return to play is holding a lot of teams below the 100 mark. Shows how good their defense is there. The Spurs took on the Pelicans, and it is now official. The Pelicans are fully out of contention for the playoffs, so you would imagine that means uh, Zion's season is likely over. Uh, he played 27 minutes yesterday and put up 25 points and 7 rebounds. Uh, JJ Redick had 31 points, so boy did he play his heart out trying to get that win, trying to keep them in contention for the playoffs, unable to do it. Uh, the Spurs walking away with the win uh, behind DeMar DeRozan's 27 points, uh, 4 rebounds, and 2 assists. Uh, the next game, Celtics Magic, which was surprisingly close, actually ended up going into overtime with the Celtics ultimately walking away with the victory behind a 31-9-5 performance from Gordon Hayward, as well as a 29-9-6 performance from Jason Tatum. On the Magic side of the ball, Nikola Vucevic leading the way with 26 points and 11 rebounds. Uh, the Celtics honestly not looking all that great, uh, despite the fact that Kemba Walker seems to be playing a lot of minutes now. He played 32 minutes yesterday, but he only managed to put up 4 points and 6 assists. Uh, Marcus Smart, who has been struggling to shoot the ball uh, since this return to play. Jalen Brown had a decent game, 19 and 12. Uh, but the Celtics kind of struggling to get their offense flowing, in my opinion, which is why the Magic were able to hold on to things there. The Blazers walked away with another win yesterday, another important one, uh, beating the Sixers 124-121 behind a 51-point performance from Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard becoming just the 10th player in NBA history to have over 10 50-point games. Uh, with this being his 10th, he uh, joins the likes of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Michael Jordan, James Harden, some all-time scoring greats there, so uh, congratulations to Damian Lillard on that. Carmelo Anthony also had 20 points. On the Sixers side of the ball, Josh Richardson had 36-6-5. Joel Embiid, two points in just the six minutes that he played. Tobias Harris, 16 points. Al Horford, 15 points. Uh, great win for the Blazers, obviously. Embiid didn't play all that much. Uh, another important one for them. As I mentioned, they are now just half a game back um, on the Grizzlies for that eight seed. And you will likely see them slide into that spot pretty soon. Uh assuming they are able to knock off the Mavs tomorrow or if they are able to get a win against the Nets on Thursday. Uh, after that game, the Rockets dealt with the Kings without much of an issue. Uh, Russell Westbrook did not play in the game, but James Harden had 32 points, 8 rebounds, and 7 assists in the 33 minutes that he played. On the Kings side of the ball, De'Aaron Fox 26 points, Bogdanovich just 13, putting an end to his hot shooting streak. And then the final game of the night, the Nets actually beat the Clippers, who'd have thought, 129 to 120. Paul George did not play in the game. Um, strangely, some good individual performances from the Clippers, at least from Kawhi, uh, he put up 39 points, 6 assists, and, uh, and 2 rebounds in the 37 minutes that he played. Uh, Marcus Morris had 15 points, Lou Williams had 18, 
the Nets just able to put some other good performances uh, together uh, with them winning the game. The Nets able to put uh, some good performances together, however, with Joe Harris with 25 points and Karis LeVert with 27. I wouldn't be too concerned uh, for Clippers fans, given the fact that Paul George was resting. I think they're really using uh, these games as opportunities to run a lot of different uh, set pieces. And Montrez Harrell is also returning to the team, giving them that all-important presence in the paint. Uh, so nothing really to be too concerned about. As for games that we have going on today, uh, Thunder at Suns, which uh, is a very important game for the Suns, a real opportunity for them to walk away with another, another victory there. The Mavs at the Jazz, as we mentioned, are the main three, or at least main two Mavs, uh, are not playing, and Dorian Finney-Smith, who has been absolutely essential to them over the last few games, also not playing, so likely that will be a Jazz victory. Raptors-Bucks should be a really exciting one. That's the game I suggest you watch, if any, today. If you can only watch one, I would suggest that one. But if you have time, ooh, please go ahead and watch Pacers Heat. Uh, it's going to be a great performance uh, from both teams, uh, assuming TJ Warren and Jimmy Butler play. It will be uh, a loud game, that's for sure. I'm sure there will be plenty of bleeping going on in the booth there. Um, and finally, the Nuggets will play the Lakers, which will also be a pretty important game. Uh, and interestingly enough, one thing that I wanted to touch on before ending the episode is the fact that the Nuggets have an opportunity to take the two-seed in the next few days if they uh, can get a couple more wins under their belt. If they beat the Lakers tonight, then they'll be just a half a game back on the Clippers, who they then play on Wednesday. So watch out, for the, uh, watch out for that. If the Nuggets win tonight, we will have a big, big game on Wednesday that I will be previewing tomorrow, uh, where we will see the battle for the two-seed. The Mavericks, uh, seemingly, with the way that they're resting their players today, I think the Mavericks have accepted the fact that they're going to be in the seven seed, and ultimately, whoever is in the two spot is who they're going to be playing in that first round of the playoffs. The sixth seed, as of right now, in the West, is the Jazz, who are half a game back on the Thunder. So it's going to be interesting. If you're, I think if you're the Clippers, you would maybe rather be in the three spot same with the nuggets i don't know i think that i would rather play a series right now against the jazz than i would against the mavericks i think that uh for the nuggets i think they have a much better chance against the jazz than they do the mavs i think the clippers would deal with both teams without much of an issue at all but if i was the nuggets i'd actually want to stay in the three spot but but who knows what it is that they're going to be uh, have going on in their head. There's obviously no home court advantage, so there's no um, benefit if the two and three seed meet in the next round. So that'll be interesting to watch. We'll see who's able to claim that two spot. So that's going to do it for today's episode of the show. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, just a quick episode today because, as I mentioned, we didn't have all that interesting games that were going on yesterday, but some interesting storylines going on in the NBA nonetheless with probably the most important one being the fact that Montrez Harrell has returned to the bubble, which is huge news for the Clippers. So that's going to do it for today's episode. 
Again, thank you for listening. I will be back here tomorrow to break down all of the games that happened today, as well as giving you your daily injury report and previews and storylines for all of the next day's games. I will see you tomorrow. Thank you.